Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Patrick Bet David uh, came out with a book recently called Choose Your Enemies Wisely. And um, I think it's been a, an important part of our life all along. Mm-hmm. Friends, enemies, who are you with? More so than even uh, business partners, people we would choose even based on skills, talents, potential outcomes of of what is this person about? What do they stand for? Where are they going? Uh, it's important to us. We we tithe uh, to our church. We want to make sure we're tithing to productive places. Mm-hmm. We're sowing. It comes down to a sowing Good issue. Seeds. We're sowing the best seeds possible into the best soil mm-hmm. possible. And we think more in terms of, of, of seed planting harvest than we even do personalities and, and things are going on. When we very first heard about the Reawaken America uh, event, we just started the podcast. We were maybe three, mm-hmm. four months into that, and we're, we're just kind of get on ramp to all the all the issues with election integrity, medical issues. Uh, COVID was in lockdown, and and, and going we, on in the church. What, what's mm-hmm. happening in the in the church? Everybody's re- responding and kind of revealing who they are, what they are about. We went to a Reawaken America event in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we sat in the nosebleeds uh, and. In, in the back of the event and just just watching most of the, the the people on stage we'd never even heard of didn't know who many of them were but we realized the importance in this moment more than any other for leadership and the kind of soil that that leadership is growing out of and that is a a, a life principle mm-hmm. for us and we decided walking out of that event that whatever was happening in the future that 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 with the, with the politics and election and what happened that as long as that event was going, that we wanted to throw as much gas on that fire as possible and and, and, and uh, had a conversation uh, with Clay Clark and decided, you know what, whatever he is doing in the future, we're all on board and we're going to uh, support and build into that event and let all the other kind of chips fall where they may. It's been one of the best decisions of yep. our life. Um, it was even verified even further. Uh, when we were battling the Great Reset, and you look at Klaus Schwab, and you look at the the World Economic Forum, you look at the tremendous amount of support that many of our elected leaders have towards the World Economic Forum, and you're like, okay, that applies to our our principle. Um, came out with a book called The Great Awakening that not only has a plan to be able to beat and defeat that, it's based greatly in in God's Word. Much of this book is plagiarized from the Bible itself, and. Uh, um, that's who we want to support. That's who we're behind. That's who we want to support. And we are super proud to have on the show today, Mr. Clay Clark. Yay! Thank you guys for me to be here. And uh, we are 384 days away from my new job. Uh, 384 days away. Uh, for anybody out there who doesn't know, we're 384 days away from the next uh, election as of the time of recording of this. And uh, I talked to a guy today on the phone. I guess I hadn't articulated this before to anybody, but this gentleman on the phone says, "Are you guys doing another a Reawaken America tour? Are you are you doing another one? I mean, I hear about Tulare's coming up in December, and my wife and I live in Arizona. We we think we might make it, but are you going to have another one?" I said, "Hey, I am sprinting to either the White House or the Gulag." And he said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "We are literally sprinting to the White House or the Gulag." He said, "What do you mean we?" I said, I, I think you might have heard Cash Patel or General Flynn talk about this, but the people you see at the Reawaken tour, whether it be myself or Cash Patel or General Flynn, or um, what we're doing is we are literally sprinting to the White House or mm-hmm. the Gulag. I mean, we are not screwing around here. And so we are um, – there's conversations that are, are happening right now. This is getting serious now. What we're doing is we are sprinting towards the White House or the Gulags. And so as an example, President Donald J. Trump was just smacked with a, a gag order yesterday. And I think we have the clip to talk about, but he was told this is the leading candidate 
to become president in the United mm-hmm. States, according to all objective polls. And he said yesterday during a, an interview, which is broadcast by Forbes, that he's willing to go to the to jail for our country. And someone said, well, why would he go to jail? It's because they're actually hitting uh, the leading candidate with a uh, a gag order. Now, the equivalent of that would be if you were playing basketball and uh, you were playing against Michael Jordan in his prime or LeBron James in his prime, and your team was losing by uh, – 10 points in the fourth quarter because, uh, you know, President Trump is up versus Biden and all polling by, let's say, six points or 10 points nationally. It would be like saying, hey, quick timeout, quick timeout, quick timeout. The ref says, OK, coach, what do you got here? Uh, we're going to need to put uh, ankle weights on uh, Michael Jordan here uh, because uh, he clearly cannot be stopped and uh, we want to make it fair. So uh, and also yep. he can't play. What? Yeah, we can't let him play. We can't let him shoot. Uh, that's what they're doing to this presidential race. So I just want to be very clear. That's what the reawakened tour is all about. So when I tell people, I'm not saying it fatalistically, I'm saying <clears throat> we're going to go to Larry for the reawakened America tour, mm-hmm. but Mike Lindell and myself, we're being, we're being hit with basically a gag order. I don't know if people know this. I paid $96,000 in legal fees in the last 30, 30 days, $96,000 of legal fees in the last 30 days. Mike Lindell is paying copious amounts of legal fees. I'm being very specific with the amount of legal fees I paid. So people understand they're trying to silence the reawaken tour through legal fees. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. So if anybody out there, if you're thinking about, oh, you know, you want to come to the reawaken tour, but you might want to see if it comes closer to you. I'm telling you this, Eric Trump and General Flynn and I, we just had this discussion. We're going to Tulare and we might go to a handful of other ones, but but the, the time is now. You got to take action. Yep. So if you're going to come join us, if you can get to California December 15th and 16th, get those tickets at time to freeamerica.com. You can name your price. We want to save this country. We want to make it affordable for you. And what I love too, Clay, is, you know, we uh we had um Carissa come backstage at the event. She was one of the ones that you called as a flyover conservative backstage winner. She was so excited at the event in Miami. We interviewed her. That interview is going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. But people are excited. She talked about the significance and the importance of coming together uh, with like-minded people and, you know, coming from your own areas. But when you come together, there is a power in that. When you go back home, you feel different. You're like, I made connections. I'm not the only one. You know, you you talk about different people that are from different different areas in the country that their family doesn't talk to them anymore. You know, there's some issues when you come together. It's like, Oh, okay. I am not the only one. And there's power in that. And and the people are behind uh, president Trump right now. I I heard a a stat this morning. Um, His fundraising is, is hit record levels and it's doubled, doubled even this competition within uh, the Republican party, Mm -hmm. like the, the people of America, I've done this whole test. We've talked about it with, with a few other guests, but I wear a red hat. That's from the, the Trump resort. It's not the, you know, MAGA hats, a Trump golf course hat that says Trump, you know, for the, for the property. I wore we were maybe in five States over the last week and a half something like that. Uh, I don't know, maybe half a dozen airports everywhere I went. It was just love your hat. Awesome. That looks great. Yeah. And, I, and another weird kind of thing people do, they, they kind of like looked around, they're looking for, they're like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it's an odd response. I understand like if, if, if we like the same sports team and I'm like, Hey, me too. But yeah. for people to say, thank you for wearing a Trump hat is an odd. I'm not wrapping my head around why that is, but they're trying to silence the man who's speaking for not half of the country, way beyond half the country. This is not a 50, 50, uh, split 
uh, at, at this point. And I, I want to let you know, Colton play the clip when he wants to. Yeah, but this is really interesting, too. I just want to say we were actually sitting um, at the airport. We were waiting um, to get on our flight after leaving Cal- uh, Florida. And there was two African-American ladies that were sitting yeah. uh, beside me. And I heard them ta- I overheard them talking to each other because David and Colton were both wearing this Trump hat. And I heard the lady say, um, I'm embarrassed to say, but she said, I wouldn't tell anyone, but I voted for him twice and I will vote for him again. And, uh, you know, I think she was embarrassed because in the African-American community, that's kind of a no-no. But she was like, I, I voted twice and I will vote again for him uh, when this Amen comes up. That. Yeah, I'll say this again. And just to be very clear, um, there's a book of the Bible called Judges. Uh, somebody out there maybe hasn't read Judges in a while. It's OK. I'm not judging you if you're not reading Judges, but you want to read Judges. And in the book of Judges, it talks about this thing called the Gideon 300, OK, where basically God continues to uh, whittle down um, this massive army into a smaller and smaller army based upon, um, you know, God wants his, 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 the, the right team. He wants to show that he doesn't need massive numbers. He needs the right people. So it's 300 people plus God equals a victory is kind of the idea. I would say a lot of that's happening backstage at the Reawaken America Tour. As an example, Alina Haba, President Trump's uh, lead, this is his legal counsel, his chief legal his general counsel, his lead attorney. Uh, Alina Haba chose to come join us on the Reawaken mm-hmm. America Tour. Eric Trump, that's uh, President Trump's right-hand man, kind of like his cupbearer. He's on the tour. Yeah. Certain other people are not on the tour. And you say, well, Clay, I thought this guy was on the tour. I thought she was on the tour. You say, what happened? Well, um, anybody who doesn't stand with Israel can't be on my tour. Yep. Can't be on our tour. Can't be on the tour that we are building. You say, what? I will try again. Anybody who doesn't stand with Israel can't be on our tour, can't be on the reawakened tour. Why? Because we stand unapologetically for uh, uh, Israel. We stand with Israel. And so this is, a, everybody who hasn't read this in the Bible, Genesis chapter 12, verse uh, 3 says, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curseth thee, thee and thee shall uh, all families of the earth be blessed. What God is commanding us is to stick with the people of Israel. And so um, first, it was a group of uh, David kind of started uh, as a pretty narrow group. We said we are not going to comply to lockdowns, quarantines, mask mandates, not going to do it. That's Hebrews 10, 25, telling us don't forsake the gathering. Then it was like, the well, you got to take the shots. And we're just going, we're not going to take the shots. Why? Because a lot of us have read Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. We don't want to put anything under the skin uh, in order to win. We're not going to do that. So we've read the mark of the beast. We're not going to do that. And then it narrowed down a little more. And now we're saying we unapologetically stand with Israel and it's narrowing down some more. And I think what God is doing doing, I think that's what's happening with your broadcast, is there's a lot of Patriot broadcasts that started out, and a lot of them have kind of dwindled out, because if you don't believe in God, you're not going to find a source of hope right now. And mm-hmm. so I just encourage everybody out there, if you haven't subscribed to the Flyover Conservatives, if you haven't subscribed to Mel Kay, I mean, if you haven't subscribed to Amanda Grace, if you haven't subscribed to His Glory, if you haven't gone out of your way to subscribe to Julie Green, certain broadcasts that put God first, you really need to because you're going to start to see that patriotism that was sort of an empty, hollow patriotism not backed by a faith in God. You're going to start to see that go away pretty soon here if you haven't already seen it. And uh, this Israel situation is forcing yet another round of purification. And so it's sometimes uncomfortable conversations, but I unapologetically um, stand with Israel, as I know you guys do too. I know General Flynn does. I know Eric Trump does. But that's why you're going to see a continued shifting of the lineup and a continued emphasis on God moving forward.
Uh, and I, I love it too, Clay, at the Reawaken event uh, this past weekend, you had the Israel flag and the United States flags multiple places around the stage. And that is important. We do stand with Israel, period. And you also have a pen. David has the pen. I saw General Flynn had the pen too yeah. of the, the flag. Right here, yeah. I, I, yep. brought, I brought that pen back from Israel. From Israel. Yep. That has the two on there. We do stand with it's, Israel. It's, it's there's legit. Two, there's two covenant nations. Israel, uh, the Jewish people were chosen by God and America chose God. Um, and so there are two covenant nations, and uh, and I think it's important that we realize that, and we have to stand with Israel. It, I mean, they are the apple of God's eyes. Uh, and Producer Colton, if you could put that uh, bottom third back on there one more time with the phone number, people can text in the word flyover. Um, we'd love to see you in California. we got to mm-hmm. come together. You saw the pictures there we had. With, that was us with Alina Haba. Um, you know, if you do, you're going to come back. You're going to meet mm-hmm. a lot of these people. We do, we'll do an interview with you. We're going to put some of those out that we did this week as well. But if you send a text to 918-851-0102, if you're just listening to this while you're you're, you're hiking the Appalachian Trail, uh, you can just send us a text when you get to the next uh, station and signal, 918-851-0102, the word flyover. And uh, yep. we would love to bring you backstage and 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 uh, meet some of these people as well. Get you in a drawing. What, 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 yep. what you consistently find, and it was such a, an encouragement. We we did an interview with Christina Bob. She's former OAN reporter. She's now a Trump attorney as well. Like she's built up an intercessory team. She her alarm went off while she was talking to us because every day for 15 minutes she gets on the the phone with an intercessory conference call to pray for our nation, to pray for President Trump, um, and, and believes in that. Yep. Uh, Alina Haba, exact same thing. If she talked about anything during our interview, it was about her faith and the importance mm-hmm. of that being the rock that she stands on. These are the attorneys surrounding President Trump. And I know for some of you, it's hard to probably understand uh, like a, an attorney and a believer, and how's that fit, and how they reconcile this. Like, there's some great attorneys out there. These are unbelievable people, and they they do stand on God's word, and and their faith is really strong. Amen to that. And, you know, I've got kind of a stack of clips I sent your way. And I want to see for your producer, yeah. uh, Colton. And by the way, folks, if you don't know, if you can't, if you can't tell, he smells terrific. But if you can go ahead and queue <laughs> up those clips, I wanted to just play a couple of them so you can hear directly what's happening to our country. Then we can kind of break it down if that's okay. That sounds perfect. Let's start with the dollar collapse. We don't change the direction of this war everywhere and printing money everywhere. What's going to happen? What do you I mean, how long can we keep this up, Andy? How long can people keep taking this piece of garbage here that we print at will? I don't think much longer at all. I mean, look, just in this year alone, the BRICS countries have offloaded $123 billion in U.S. treasuries. China and Brazil and India, the United Arab Emirates, all of our, our, our supposed allies of the past, well, minus China, although we had a good relationship with them for a long time, they're dumping the bonds and and there are countries that are are working very hard to strike deals with one another outside the dollar and as we continue to print at a pace that is unsustainable while rates are going higher we are putting such strain on the entire system the whole system's going to be dragged down and maybe that's what they're intending to do but maybe that's uh, this is this is big to understand this i just want to be very clear um so BRICS is now BRICS 11. Okay, so there's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. There's BRICS 11, 11 countries. And these countries now control copious amounts of natural resources. So Iran, as an example, a lot of people don't know this. Iran is one of the richest countries in the world as it relates to natural gas. You might think of Oklahoma or Texas. It's I- Iran, okay? Iran is a leader, leading producer of natural gas. Um, Venezuela has an unbelievable amount of oil 
unbelievable. Venezuela. So these countries now that are part of the BRICS 11, they all want to move to a post-Christian world, a post-Christian world. And so the, Joe Biden was the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum in 2016, where he discussed out loud um, the idea of implementing the fourth industrial revolution. He was the keynote speaker on implementing the fourth industrial revolution, which is also known as the Great Reset, which also is uh, the project of this guy, Klaus Schwab. So that's what this is all about. So just to be be clear, so for anybody out there, and I, I, I say this a lot, I probably should say it better and more succinctly, but if you're listening out there today and you're thinking about scheduling a consultation with the precious metals dealer that um, you guys work with, I'm just going to give you an example here. Let me see if I can make this work. So this right here is is a dollar, and if you took the dollar, and if you took the, I have a five. I'm in, I'm on fire. I got a five. I got a one. All that. Eight dollars now. Lettuce. So, but if you were to if you were to take these eight dollars and go outside and set it in the parking lot, most people in my life that I know would probably not just let it sit there. They would pick it up and bring it in and go, "Hey, somebody left eight dollars in the parking mm-hmm. lot," or. If, if, if there was $1,000, I mean, people would go, wow, there's, I mean, if there's, assuming there's no wind, very few people would say, let's leave the $1,000 mm-hmm. and let's just come and go, hey, I don't know if you know, but somebody dropped a bag of cash. There would be, there would be some sort of urgency to it. If you're listening right now and you have a net worth of $100,000 in the bank, $100,000, your net worth is losing one-tenth of a percent every day. So Mm -hmm. um, in 30 days, you have just lost 3% of your net worth in 30 days. The inflation rate used to be 3% a year. It's now 3% every month. So I want people to understand this idea that if you were thinking about scheduling a consultation, and I'll just be very, very clear, you guys have known Kirk Elliott for a very long time. You have a trust and respect there. And uh, and I encourage people, if you you don't know Kirk and you're going, I don't don't really know, I, I think you need to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a consultation, have the conversation, because I'm telling you, the collapse of the dollar is part of the plan. Okay, so I'm not saying this to scare. I'm saying this to prepare. So if you're out there today and you haven't scheduled a consultation, you need you need to do that. Now, we have another clip here I want to get into. I just want to make sure there's an urgency to what we're saying. It's like you have your net worth is in the parking lot, folks. All your dollars. Picture this. Mm -hmm. Your entire life savings is in the parking lot. There's no wind yet. Wind is coming. Are you going to go out there and pick it up or are you going to let this blow away? That's what I'm talking about here. I think we do have an opportunity as we rewrite the social contract to think about uh, how we can get towards a more equal world. We'll never get all the way there, um, of course, and you know human flaws run deep. But I think we do get. We're, we're going to have an opportunity to push the reset button and think about the world we want. And I think universal basic income is one part of that. As work is changing, is a universal basic income um, really a, a, a solution to, the, to this problem? I think ultimately we will have to have some kind of universal basic income. And I think some kind of a universal basic income is going to be necessary. If you think about it, AI is actually the fastest path to communism. So if... Im- Does somebody need Whoa. to be... There, oh, I mean, people. Are, I, I see this, and I'm not attacking you, your producer, your neighbors, someone's watching. I'm not attacking anybody. I'm just attacking the idea. So many Christians who I love, I love Christians. I love, love Christians. I'd rather be stuck in a room with a Christian than, than not. Okay, I went to Oral Roberts University, and one thing about Christian weird, there's secular weird and Christian weird. I went to St. Cloud State. St. Cloud True. State, we had secular weird. I'm not kidding. Secular weird was like this. I had a young lady. She tells me, I'm a freshman. I'm going to college. I'm 16 years old. I went to college early. And this young lady, her name was Gina. Gina pulls me aside. I'm 16 years old. She's like a 19-year-old woman. She says, could you walk me to my car? 
And there's quite a difference in development between a 19-year-old and a 16-year-old. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. A little bit of an age gap, lady, you know. But she's like, uh, could you walk me to my car? I said, sure, what's going on? You know, didn't. She's a nice lady, attractive lady. I'm 16 years old. I don't know. I'm going, okay. And, uh, and we're walking to her car, and she says, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Just It's kind of crazy right now with everything going on. I appreciate it. I'm going, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I was commuting to school. Every day. What's going on? I don't know. So I asked the guy I'm working out with in the gym. I was working out quite a bit at that time in my life with this guy. And I said, hey, uh, what's going on? Like, why is Gina asking me to walk her to the car? I said, oh, well, there's a lot of rapes going on on campus, like a lot, like multiple rapes have happened here this semester. And, you know, and, and that's what's going to go. What? Multiple rapes? Like, Oh, yeah. A lot of date rapes. A lot of people being raped. I'm going right. Carbs getting broken into that's secular weird. And that was 1999 at a college called St. Cloud State University and St. Cloud, Minnesota. That was 1999. Or I guess it would be 1997 at that time. Um, so now we go fast forward. I went to college at Oral Roberts University. Christian Weird is there's always a guy on the guitar who's uh, playing. Uh, he, he can't really play the guitar, but he can strum about three chords. <laughs> so he can play anything the Beatles ever wrote and any Stephen Curtis Chapman song. And he's playing and he's he'll walk up to a young lady. He's a junior. He'll walk up to a young lady and go, I think God wants us to get married to someone he just met. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's Christian Weird. And you'll talk to the guy and go, well, that's Christian Weird. And I go, well, I was trying. That was kind of my move. You know? so you, <laughs> that's so all I got to work with here. Weird. I'll take Christian weird every day. But yes. what I'm saying right now, Sam Altman is secular weird. That homeboy who just spoke, he's the yeah. inventor of AI. And he just said, we're going to have a chance for a reset mm. to roll out universal basic income. This guy is a communist, Marxist, godless sack of anyway, excrement. Then you have uh, Elon Musk, co-founder of the company. He's saying we need a universal basic income. What? Grimes, who was married to Musk, has said this is the fastest way to um, communism. Meanwhile, I, I see Christians, and I want to say hello. Hello. I see Christians who are saying, do you think we could use AI for good? No. Why? Because mm -hmm. it was developed by Satan. This was like, this would be like asking, uh, you know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure, do you think we could use rape technology for good? No, you can't use rape technology for good. Raping is an evil idea. Can we plunder for good? No. Can we plunder <laughs> for Jesus? No, stop it. It's just, a, it's a, it, it's a verb. That is perverse and satanic. It's a verb, rape, pillaging, AI. It is a satanic idea that cannot be used for good because it was developed by satanic people who have a desire. The, the founder of the company, Elon mm -hmm. Musk and Sam Altman, are saying this will lead to universal basic income. And then Elon Musk's former wife, lady friend, whatever that is, Grimes, she's saying this is the fastest path to communism. Meanwhile, not as I a warning, not as a warning, as a positive. She was actually celebrating. It's not like, hey, yeah. warning, that's a fast path to communism. She's like, hey, that's a faster path to communism. It's, just, it's like a shortcut route on a, yeah. on a road trip. I'm going to let you all in a secret that's a secret conversation between you and me and everyone watching. I'm backstage. This is a person who's not a speaker, but they're well known. And they said to me, hey, um, this is an attorney. I'm, I'm using AI to do my legal briefs right now. It's a good, I know you're really anti it, but I'm using it for my legal briefs. And I'm like, no. what? What are you saying? So you have an attorney who's a Christian attorney saying he's now using AI for his legal briefs. What? I mean, have you even read it? I, that's my response. Like, have you read it? Do you ever read? Mm -hmm. Well, no, that's the great thing is AI can take all the information in and just write it for me. So you mean you're giving your Christian clients a contract to sign that you have vetted and you've used AI to vet it? Think about how nefarious that could be very quickly if the AI wanted to rope you into a contractual obligation for somebody to do confiscation of your home. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. I mean, what? I mean, what if you had a will or a trust that was written by an AI and it takes your assets and gives them to someone else? I mean, wow. You talk about a great reset. I mean, this is so I think we have a clip there, but I, that's just very disturbing stuff right there. Man, I, you know, last last night, yeah, you can you can find it on the Flyover Conservatives Rumble channel. We did an interview with Joe Allen, um, who works mm-hmm. with uh, Bannon in the war room for transhumanism. And he wrote a book called, is it Eon? Trans- dark Eon. Dark Eon. Um, and talking about that and. It's crazy how scary this it, this could be. Well, what's interesting is because there's always been this path of technology. It's like, oh, this this you know uh, iPod's better than the last iPod. It goes to understand this space. I mean, he has a master's in theology from Boston University and a technology you know background. Like there is, you cannot talk about this technology without having like a, a spiritual angle on it because mm-hmm. there is that element of where it's 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 headed and what it's about yep we're not having an argument right now about technology i just want to be very very clear i'm not we're not having a passive aggressive argument i'm just saying this because there's certain people of which you dave i believe in your son and many people they like technology to enhance the quality of a show or whatever they're doing i get it I, i'm not a problem with that i'm not arguing with anybody who listening to the show who's a home builder who's using better technology to make the home more efficient i'm not saying that what i'm saying is i got into like a fight three years ago, maybe like, a, I mean, it was pretty intense with a man who had a particular property and he wanted to put in a smart meter into a particular property that I was renovating. And I go, no, I don't want a smart meter in my home or in a home that I own or a property right. that I'm working on. I don't want it. He says, well, why? I said, because smart, think about what smart, if you're a business person, I would tell you smart stands for specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-sensitive. Specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-sensitive. That's what I'd say a smart goal is. If you're talking about a smart goal and you're a nefarious global globalist, they have very specific goals. They're very measurable. They're very actionable. They're very realistic, and they're very time-sensitive. And so I'm not prophetic, but said, said installer, said person, we had a conversation, and they go, hey, um, you're right. I said, what do you mean I'm right? They go, they're using these smart... <laughs> thermostats now in california to control people's homes and yeah. turns out the smart refrigerators that we've installed in people's homes turns out they can listen to you turns out all of the alexa devices cannot be turned off turns out turns out all of the smart tvs this guy went down the rabbit troll uh, down the rabbit hole and took two and a half years to get back with me about this conversation because turns out the smart tvs can watch you real time and they usually do turns out so Anytime you put those devices in your home, you've put in a, a spy device in your home. And so mm-hmm. that's where we're headed right now. That's why the smart TVs are so cheap right now. It's because they want to put a Chinese spy device in your home. I'm, this is real. And that your interview that you just did, I haven't seen it yet. But this particular individual that you interviewed, uh, I've seen him multiple times on band, and he's very accurate. And everyone should go watch that show. Mm-hmm. It was it was excellent. It was we'll very put a, we put a link down below to that yeah. to that episode. Okay, next next clip for Clay's reaction. Hamas. Hamas in the Bible, the meaning, the, the utter meaning of the term Hamas, unpack that for us a bit. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that the word Hamas is actually a biblical word that goes back to Genesis chapter 6. Now, the first thing you have to understand is in Arabic, Hamas is an acronym for the Islamic freedom movement that Hamas represents, and it also can mean bravery in Arabic. But Again, Hebrew and Arabic are cognate languages. They are 
related. And so I don't think it's any coincidence that Hamas, that term of this organization, is in the Bible. In Genesis chapter 6, God looked at the world in the days of Noah, and he saw that the world was filled with Hamas, which literally means violence. And God was grieved that he made man, and he brought the flood upon the earth. Now think about this, right? This word Hamas means violence. It's connected to Noah. Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days preceding the return of the Son of Man. So if in the- Quick, we're on the same page. All right, so in uh, Revelation chapter 13, uh, and I talk about these things all the time, and people get so irritated at me because they don't (laughs) like this part of the Bible. That's okay, folks. The, The whole Bible happens to be true. So Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 says, and the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Uh, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the prophet, out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, just to be very clear here, when the Euphrates River dried up, guess what happened? The false prophet showed up. You've all know Harari showed up. He showed up when the false when the Euphrates River dried up. The false prophet showed up. When the Euphrates River dried up, China and Russia teamed up. That's the kings of the east. Specifically, this is real. China flew out. No one talked about it in June. I did a show about it, but the, in June, China flew out the head of Palestine yep. to China to tell him he stands with him militarily and financially. And from that point, we've been you've been watching now uh, weapons make their way into Damascus, Syria. And the Bible says that before the return of Christ, there will be a complete destruction of Damascus, Syria. And so if you're anybody out there that doesn't know that, in the Bible, it states specifically, this is not a casual guess. I'm not just making this stuff up. I'm pulling this up right now so you can see it. In the Bible, it states specifically, in Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1, it says, The burden of Damascus, behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall become a ruinous heap. So Damascus is where all the weapons are being housed. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened last week? Israel announced that if Hezbollah gets involved in the skirmish in uh, between Hamas and Israel, Israel's going to do what? They're going to wipe Damascus, Syria off the map. And why? Because Damascus, Syria is where all the weapons are. So now you have a guy by the name of Noah. Noah, like as in the days of Noah, Yuval Noah Harari. His name is Yuval, but in Hebrew, it's Jubal. So Jubal means father of music, Mm. which by the way, Satan, father of music. Okay. So the, by the way, the first time they named Yuval or Jubal shows up in the Bible, He's the first sexually perverse descendant of Lamech in the Bible. Look him up. So Yuval, which means Jubal, so the father of music, like a Satan, Yuval, Noah, Noah, like as in the days of Noah, and then Harari means mountain dweller. So the father of music, as in the days of Noah, wants to get to the top of the mountain. Meanwhile, think about it. Come on now. Then you have, you got this situation right now where you've got Hamas, which Hamas references the violence from uh, Genesis chapter 6, I believe, 5, where right before God uh, says he was grieved and basically regretted creating the world as it is, he decided to flood the earth because he saw that per- that sin was perpetually everywhere. Hamas was everywhere. So we are actually in the days of Noah. And then there's wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilences, Mark chapter 13, Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21. And the only people that don't want to receive what I'm saying are people that are a prosperity gospel only person. Now, let me explain this to you. 
My father uh, died of Lou Gehrig's disease. Awesome guy. Awesome guy, my dad. And my dad, this is what my dad would do. He'd make me so frustrated. And dad, I know, he's, I know my dad's in heaven listening to this, so I'll, I'll make sure I don't listen <laughs> to the story. But people would call my dad, people that I'd fired, people that were like terrible employees would call. Boop, 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 boop. My dad would answer, Tom Clark. And they'd go, hey, Tom, my car's on the side of the road. And I know, I hate to ask you, but I, my dad would say, and I'm making up my name, but my dad would go, all right, Billy, I'll come get you. And I'm like, What? You're going to go get Carl or Billy or whoever, a guy that just screwed me that I fired last year for stealing money from me or lying to me or whatever. You're going to go. And he's like, dad's like, yeah, I, I'm, we're instructed to help those who can't help themselves. And I, I need to go do it. So he would like cancel. I'm not kidding. His Sunday, his day off or a Saturday, he would drive four hours away to pick up wow. some guy who lives in a different state who screwed me, who no one else would help because the guy had screwed him. And then my dad would talk to him about Jesus on the way home for four. I mean, not that my. Wow. There would be homeless people, and my dad would go, I-, I think I need to give that guy money. I'm like, Dad, the guy's going to go buy alcohol. My dad go, my dad would say, I know, but I need to tell him about Jesus. I mean, he was just that kind of guy. So, wow. But my dad never made a lot of money, and the reason why my dad never made a lot of money is he refused to lie. He refused to lie to get ahead, and he would never go along just to get along. So every time he would get into an industry, he would do a good job. He would get promoted. Things would go well, and there was always some little game you had to play to get to the top. And my dad would go, I am sorry. I can't play the game. I need to go to my son's baseball game. So I can't, I can't play the game. I have to go to my son's game. because I've committed mm-hmm. to be the coach or whatever. And so he never had financial success, but yet he was blessed. And I know he's at the right hand with Jesus right now. That's how it works. So there's a lot of people though, that preach this, that the idea that if you follow Jesus, you'll be rich. And that's the end of the story in their theology. They're having a real hard time with this. And I'll tell you, there's a pastor of a mega, 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 mega church. I talked to two weeks ago who called me and he says, Hey, I got to tell you something. I said, what are you going to tell me? Can I repeat this? He said, do not quote me. I said, okay. He says, it's really hard to teach the prosperity gospel right now at my church. (laughs) (laughs) I go, I know. He's like, it's six star orange juice, man. I'm now done with that. I can't even teach. Because every sermon before this year has been a prosperity formula. That's what he does. It's a formula pastors. It's where Valentine's, you teach about how to have a great marriage. Christmas, you teach about how to, you know, in the spring, you talk about re-sprucing up your life. And he's like, it's not working because of six dollar orange juice. I, I have to, I'm having to watch your show now. And he's just telling me like, I have to watch audience. your show wow. now. No, he said that he literally, when he wraps up his sermons now, he used to get ovations and applause. And so now people are going, this is a mega, mega, mega church. He's like, people, people are like, boo. I mean, because they, it doesn't connect anymore. The idea that if you follow Christ, you're going to be rich because people are paying $6 for orange juice. I mean, we're right there. So I just encourage everybody else out there. The Bible, it's equally divided, rightly divided. Okay. And God speaks a lot about things you can do in Proverbs to be blessed. It also talks a lot in Ecclesiastes about well, acquiring a bunch of stuff doesn't really matter. So you need to read Ecclesiastes and Proverbs, okay? True. The book of Job isn't a highly motivational book, you know, <laughs> but it's good. If, you, if you're kind of depressed, I recommend you read it because it could be worse. Um, and if you want to get motivated, read Proverbs. If you want to tone it down a little bit, read Ecclesiastes. If you want to freak out, read Revelation. If you want to get a little more freaked out, read Daniel. If you want to kind of calm down and get excited about Jesus, read Mark. And then don't read Mark 13, though, because you get freaked out again. So you got to rightly divide it. And I just encourage everybody out there today, Come to a Reawaken America tour. My calls to action. One, come to a Reawaken America tour. You got to do it. I, I challenge yeah. you. Go to mm-hmm. time to America.com. 
Use promo code FLYOVER for a chance to win a backstage pass. Two, schedule a consultation. Have the awkward conversation with uh, Dave and Stacy's Precious Metals person. Get on the phone. You know that you don't know what you're talking about, and they know that you don't know what you're talking about. Get on the phone before your money all blows away. Schedule that consultation. And the third, watch the documentary on the Reawaken, the, the Reawaken America Tour documentary. Watch it at timetofreeamerica.com because it features Mike Lindell. Pastor Arthur, Arthur Pulaski and General Flynn, three men that are willing to suffer for their faith. And when you look into the screen and you watch them t- talk to the camera, you are going to be more on fire than ever because Mike Lindell, Arthur Pulaski and General Flynn they are either going to save freedom as we know it or they're going to the gulags, but they will yeah. not apologize for their faith. And it really will restore your faith and encourage you to see real humans just like you that are willing to die and suffer for their faith. And again, you can watch it for free tonight at time to freeamerica.com. Man, Clay, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for all of the research you do. I know you get up at three o'clock in the morning, you research well, and so you always you always come <laughs> with the information and uh, it's eye-opening. At the same time, though, there are things that we could do to make a difference. One of them is attend the Reawaken America event, go home and do something with the information that you learn. So thank you so much for your time. We you know, really appreciate it. You guys are the best. I just want you to know, I was so excited to see Alina Haba on your show because she's such a great lady. You guys are the best. And as, as we go through this, I'm telling you, folks, more and more people are figuring out that the Flyover Conservatives is a show hosted by people that love Jesus and that's for real. And I'm just so excited that these wonderful people keep hopping on your program. And if you haven't watched your interview with Joe Allen, I haven't. We got to go watch it because he's great. Thank you, he guys. Is. Thanks again, Clay. Thanks, Clay. Our founding fathers evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief. But the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for a free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did.
For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. We are here to defend democracy. The misinformation poses a threat to our nation's health. Climate change is an emergency. Democratic socialism. Codified. Everyone's right to choose. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, and first responding heroes. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash flyover or call 878-PATRIOT. That's PatriotMobile.com forward slash flyover or call 878-PATRIOT. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.